Ready? Yes. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, friends and rivals. Happy New Year! Thank you for joining us at the table. My name is Jared, and with me is my lovely assistant, Joy. Say hello, Joy. Hi. How are you doing today? Good. Awesome. You ready to review our game? Yeah. Woohoo! All right. We will be your hosts for the podcast. We are honored that you have joined us at our table. Here at the Game Table Podcast, we take a look at various board, card, and other tabletop games. We give an overview, provide our uh, pretty considered thoughts, all in an attempt to give you an idea of how well it would fit for you and your table. Today, we will be looking at Dragomino, designed by Bruno Cathala, as well as Marie and Wilfried Fort, artwork created by Meva de Silva, as well as Christine Deschamps, and published by Blue Orange Games. Hey friends, Joy is going to rejoin us here in a little bit, but first I wanted to take a few minutes to talk about how to play this game. This game is based off of the very popular King Domino, also made by Blue Orange Games, but it has been restructured to be much more kid-friendly. So the theme behind this game is that we are exploring Dragon Island with our dominoes. We're crossing over different landscapes, trying to find as many eggs as you can on the island and collect them. Will those eggs hatch into baby dragons? Or will you find broken eggs? A game of Dragomino will take place over seven rounds. You, of course, are trying to get the most points of any of the other players by the end of the game. The way that you get points is by collecting baby dragons. How do you collect baby dragons, you ask? Well, the way that the game works, uh, there will be four tiles laid out in the middle of the board on each round. Everyone will also start with a domino in front of them. That will be their starting tile. The dominoes have two of the six uh, terrain types on their board. So the starting tile has desert and snow, but you might have some sort of mixture of either desert, snow, prairies, forests, mountains, or even volcanoes. The goal is to try and match up the terrain types together. So if you have a desert, you might want to add another desert to it, and then you get to go dig from the desert eggs. You pick one. They're all face down to start. You'll flip it over. It'll either be a baby dragon, in which case you get a point, or it will be a broken egg. If it is a broken egg, then you take the mommy dragon piece, uh, which signifies that you will get to go first at the start of the next round. However, if you get a broken egg and then somebody else gets a broken egg in the same round, well, tough luck for you. The last person to draw a broken egg in a round will be the one that gets to go first and hold on to the mommy dragon for the next round. So you are going about the game, building out your various environments along this island. You're collecting eggs. There are ways to create combos to where you're drawing multiple eggs at one time, but typically on a given turn, you're just drawing one egg if you were to match up those terrain types. 
there are times where you will not match up terrain types, in which case you just add the tile to your board, but nothing else happens. Now, that's okay. Sometimes that's just setting up for future rounds when you'll be able to get more eggs in one time. Now, one of the interesting things that uh, kids get to kind of figure out as they're going throughout this game is that the eggs are not distributed evenly. There are seven dragons in each terrain type. However, there are only nine eggs in a volcano, 10 in a mountains area, 11 in the forests, 12 in the prairies, 13 eggs in the snow, and 14 in the desert. So there'll be more desert opportunities, but your chances of finding a dragon are much higher in a volcano environment than they are in a desert environment, which makes sense. I mean, who wants to live in a desert? No offense to anyone living in a desert. Anyways, you'll go through the round. If there are any tiles left over because you aren't playing with four players at the end of the round, those tiles get discarded and then you distribute out new tiles. This will go on for seven rounds. At the end of the seven rounds, you'll count up the number of baby dragons that you have. You'll get one point for each baby dragon. Additionally, whoever has the mommy dragon at the end of the game will also get a point. Whoever has the most points wins. And if there's a tie, the person who has the most broken eggs ends up winning. Dragomino is a pretty simple game. It's very straightforward, very easy for people to pick up. The rule book that I'm holding on to right now, I think is uh, literally two pages. Sorry, two and a half, if we're going to be fair. And it's very easy to jump into. This is a one of the big things I'll go ahead and spoil as far as what I like about the game is that this is a game that Joy jumped right into and absolutely loved. And that was so encouraging to see because we tried out a few games with Joy before and Joy is easily intimidated, uh, can get overwhelmed. Um, but this game was both a game and also uh, was right at her speed. And so it was very exciting to see her feel comfortable in a game. And it has really sparked confidence in letting her venture forth into other games that are more complex. I don't know that she would have ever played games like My Little Scythe or we're currently in a couple of other games uh, that are well above the complexity of this one. But I think this one kind of gave a launching point for her to kind of jump into those. So I am really thankful for this game because of that. But we'll talk more later. Uh, So we'll go ahead and jump back over the way we're going to kind of structure this episode. I'm going to ask Joy some questions in the next section. And then um, I will give some of my thoughts after Joy's bit wraps up. All right, we'll head on over. All right. So, Joy, I'm going to ask you a question, okay? Okay. What is your favorite place to explore? Um, everywhere. Do you like exploring the lake? Yes. What about the forest? Um, no. No? You don't like exploring the forest? I don't, because they stay animals. Oh, that's true. Do you like exploring at the park? Yes. You do? I do. When you go exploring, what are some things that you're looking for? Um, new people. Okay, that's a good idea. New people. What else? New animals. Okay, so you like looking for animals as long as they're not the scary kind, correct? Yes. Okay. Do you like to go exploring in caves? Yes, as long as there's not scary animals. As long as there's no scary animals. Got it. 
last week I explored a cave. Oh, nice. What were you doing in a cave? Um, a wedding. A wedding in a cave? Yes. Oh, my goodness. I saw tunnels, waterfalls, and balloons. Balloons? Balloons don't belong in caves. Were they there for the wedding? Yes. That's fun. Were you getting married? No. No? What were you doing there? Gloria and Tom were getting ready. Oh, really? Who's that? Gloria's my aunt. Okay. Very fun. And I think you got to be in the wedding, right? Yes. What was your job? Um, To be a flower girl. Yes, and you were so pretty. Now, Joy, do you like dragons? Yes. What do you like about dragons? They're cute and they're magical. Okay. Are they super cute when they breathe fire? Yes. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) I remember, Joy, the very first time that you played this game, you were uh, so happy to play it, and you were jumping up and down, and you would applaud every single time anybody found a dragon baby, and it was just such a fun thing to watch. Do you remember your first time playing this game? No. You don't remember? I remember the second time when I won. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, Well, can you tell me some things that you remember about that time that uh, made you really like it? It was easy to understand. That makes sense, and we have already established that you like dragons. Yes. What about um, the artwork? I loved it. What did you love about the artwork? The dragons are different, and the tiles stick together. You like the way they put the tiles together? Yes. To create the different lands? Yes. The dragons are cutie booty. Oh, really? Because <laughs> they're all little baby dragons, right? Yes, cutie booty. Okay, so we really liked the artwork. We liked being able to win. Joy, was this an easy game to learn? Yes. Have you ever taught anybody the game? Yes, my sisters and mommy and daddy and friends. That is awesome, Joy. That means that you really understand the game if you're able to teach both mommy and your sister and some of your friends. That's awesome. Do you have any particular experiences that you remember from playing this game? One time I I played three eggs at the same time and one Whoa, Joy, normally you can only play one egg. You got to play three? Yes. How did you do that? I matched three kinds of land at the same time. Well, that's awesome. You must have built out your board really well. I do remember that game. I'm pretty sure that you won. Can you think of any other experiences from this game? Hope you was winning it then. I beat her. How did you do that? By getting three in a row. Oh, that was from that same game? Yes. Nice. I also remember a time where you had less eggs than the, I think it was mommy who was winning, but you had drawn all dragons except for one and you ended up winning the game then too, huh? How did mommy feel about that? I don't know. Was mommy angry? Very angry! (laughs) And you were so excited, weren't you? Yeah! Yes. Awesome. Um, Joy, you know, so like we've talked about, you get really excited whenever we play this game. And I think that we play this game a lot. And I would say that you probably win about half the time. 
What are some things that you really enjoy about the game as a whole now that you've gotten to play it several times? I think I can play it on my own now. You can play on your own? That's true. And uh, I can what, play it without mommy and daddy. Yeah, you were able to do that pretty much from the get-go. I think it's fun because I don't know which egg I get. Oh, yeah, there's that anticipation of, did I find a dragon or did I find a broken egg? What else? I like that I make little homes for my tiles for my little baby dragons. Oh, that's fun, too. Very cool. I like winning. Well, that makes sense. That that makes sense. We all like winning. So, we like the game. Yeah. We like the artwork. I beat mom and dad. And you know how to beat mom and dad. So, do you have any <laughs> strategies for how to win at this game? I have three of them. Okay, tell us. Number one, make sure I have lots of different land so I can play lots of different tiles. Number two, if you can match more than one at the same time. That's a good idea. That's how you get those combos and get multiple eggs on one turn, right? I'm super good at that one. Nice. And what's number three? Number three... Look at how many dragons are already there to know what color to pick. Okay, that makes sense. You want to definitely look at your own board and other people's boards as well because then you can see how many dragons have been hatched because you know that there's only seven dragons per color. Yes. Okay. Well, Joy, it sounds like some great strategies. So, Joy, to finish up your time with us today, we need you to tell us how you feel from a grading perspective. Would you grade this game two thumbs up, one thumb up, sideways thumb, a thumbs down, or two thumbs down? Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up? Yeah. I think all these kiddos could get this game so they can beat the parents. Awesome. Well, Joy, thank you so much for joining me today. I cannot wait until we get to play this one again and play other games going forward. And you play it right now. We might have to do that. Can you tell everybody bye-bye? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, I tell y'all what, I am just so proud of that little girl. She is doing a great job. Joy just gets more and more confident every single time that we have her on the podcast and as we get her in front of games and just... In all aspects of her life, she is just really grabbing on to who she is and owning it, and I love it. And I am so looking forward to seeing how that continues to grow. I wanted to go ahead and just give some of my final thoughts on the game. Joy is absolutely right that this game is 100% cutie booty. The artwork is so fun and colorful. All the baby dragons have a little different pose that they're doing. And the colors on the dominoes are bright and easy to see and really fit in the domino style game. One of the things that I love is that it is super easy to jump into this game, like I mentioned before. But also, this game plays really well at two, three, and four players, which is awesome. So I can play with one of the girls if the other two are busy, or if we want to get more of a family game going, it's very easy to break out. Setup takes just a couple of minutes and we're good to go. There is a good amount of player interaction. You're learning how to draft tiles when other players at the table are also wanting, you know, the same valuable things. 
and you have to learn what is worth taking and helps you the most versus what someone else might be taking. And is it maybe more optimal to take the tile that isn't absolutely the best for me, but might take away from somebody else? So you're kind of learning some of those basic game mechanics. And I really like that. You're also learning how to mitigate the odds in games of chance by learning that it is much more important, probably, to go for the terrains that have uh, more dragons remaining. And you can see that in a number of different ways, whether it be the initial count of dragon to egg totals, or if you see that there are already six red dragons on the board, red's no longer a good choice. And maybe you're better off going for yellow where you see four or five broken eggs, but there's still a bunch of dragons that haven't been revealed. So there is, even though this game looks like it's just basic chance when you're first looking at it, there's actually a good bit of teaching kids how to understand those basic game thought processes and strategy. And so I really enjoy it for that. One of the other things that I really love is that this game plays in 15, maybe 20 minutes if someone's overthinking it. It definitely comes out a lot at the end of the night if we want to play something quick before we head off to bed. Or if we're in the middle of playing multiple games and we want a bit of a break from a bigger one, we might throw this in as a quick thing that especially the younger kids really like and get through it a couple times if we want to. And it still feels like uh, you're, you know, you don't feel like, you, but well, you do feel like you're doing the same old thing if you're an adult. But as a kid, it still feels fresh every single time. All the tiles are different every single time. And you're always building a new environment each and every time that you play. I think that Faith, our seven-year-old, kind of, she holds interest for a game or two, but then she's ready to get back to something more complex. But this is definitely a game that my five-year-old plays well, and our three-year-old knows how to play really well at this point. And I understand everybody's kids are different. Your mileage may vary on that. But we have had tremendous success with this game. Again, I just want to say thank you to Blue Orange and for uh, the designers for creating this game. I am so happy with this entry point for uh, my girls because I have loved watching the way that this game gives them confidence to move into the gaming space and feel like they are capable of making those decisions and continuing to grow in things that might be uncomfortable as they venture more into the hobby. So I will always be thankful to this game for that. And I know I said it earlier, but I just wanted to reiterate it again. My grade, uh, definitely two thumbs up. I think that this is one of the better kids games out there and very happy to own it. Uh, We will definitely play it until all of our kids outgrow it. And then we'll probably pass it along to cousins or friends or whoever. Uh, But that's all for this week. As always, we thank you so much for listening. We are so looking forward to the many things that we are putting together for 2024. I am really excited to continue to grow our interaction with you all as listeners. I, I hope that we can do that. And I hope that we can build a community together. Uh, If you have feedback or want to give us your thoughts on the game, we would love to hear from you. Links to all of our socials are in the description. As always, we would love five-star reviews, subscribing in your podcast player of choice, and following us on Instagram. These heroic actions are immensely helpful in growing this podcast. Special thanks to Angie Santiago for our cover art and to Anna Snyder, who made the music. Join us next week as Ian and I dive into Disney's Villainous. Whoa! <laughs>
it's not your normal Disney. This time, the villains are taking over the show. In the meantime, may your dice rolls and your card draws be blessed, and your experiences at the table be ones to remember forever. 